and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's one more stab at a Brad and Brit cast for this week. Hello. I'm Brad. That's Brit. And uh, we're all here for you. Uh, what do we have going on here? Uh, I just, I've got just four little notes here. All right. You, you pick what you want. We can do it in any order you choose. All right. Um, you get a special counsel. You get a special counsel. You get a special counsel. <laughs> uh, Gasgate explodes. Oh. Why Nikki Haley wasn't Don's kind of gal. Oh, wow. And or the greatest clip in the history of podcasting jeez uh well i i don't want to lead with that so let's go get on to the special counsel which is sort of kind of a little bit of breaking news it's kind of, as we uh, hear on thursday the 12th of january the year of our lord 2023 and uh uh it is our job to keep pushing this under the guise of uh absolute equivalence oh yes same thing oh yes where double standard Blah blah. No, absolutely not. You know what? Here, here's the funny thing. And of course, I know this is a kind of a, a sophisticated analysis of this. No one, no one has been the beneficiary of a double standard more in the history of everything than Donald Trump. No oh, God, yeah. Because when there were documents missing national security-related documents missing, and it was discovered that they were at Trump's uh, vacation hut down in Palm Beach. He was given, you know, a million chances, several letters, polite inquiries, all confidential, to just fix it, okay? And he didn't, and as a result... uh, the Justice Department went to court, got a judge to look at what was going on. Judges don't hand out warrants like coffee or nope. lollipops. Nope. They're very careful about this. The judge said, there is enough evidence. Go get them. And uh, so they politely went in and uh, took them. And then Donald Trump and his lawyers continued to lie. And Donald Trump is bitching now at this moment trying to wiggle out of what is about to come down on his ass and it's still going to come down doesn't matter how much complaining he's doing doesn't matter how many segments on prime time in fox or on the editorial pages of the wall street journal or on breitbart it does not matter um he is going to get nailed for this among other things because it is the most egregious outrageous flaunting of the law by a president since richard e nixon since richard e nixon joe biden do we know how some documents got where they got no we don't but as you know it's about intent it's about how you handle the pressure it's about how you cooperate with the authorities. And at that point, we can probably stop talking about this, no matter how many revelations come, no matter, oh, they 
They found more of them in the garage. Yeah. Guess what, Britt? And you have to mention this every time. Near his Corvette. You have to say the word Corvette over and over again. Because as you know, Joe Biden is the most ostentatious, obnoxious, yeah. non-normal person who's ever occupied the presidency. He is an elitist, rich guy. He has a Corvette. A Corvette. This is supposed to separate him from the American people? Is that what they think that does? And, and it's supposed to make you forget that Donald Trump was the most fucking bullshit, supposedly rich guy ever flaunting everything. Okay, so again, on Thursday, the Attorney General Merrick Garland came out and what did what Merrick Garland always does, looked at a teleprompter, read a prepared statement saying there's going to... Uh, a special counsel is going to be appointed to mm. uh, look into this, and that's the end of it. And any, like, you, you can't have it both ways, Trumpers, Republicans, Wall Street Journal, conservatives. You can't have it both ways. You can't claim that everyone should be equal under the law, which we all agree with that. And then, when Joe Biden is being treated equally under the law as Donald Trump was, if the outcome isn't identical to what Donald Trump did, you're going to claim that there's a double standard. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. I think you, you made a great uh, analogy yesterday. Just because someone jaywalks, and another person commits mass murder. Yes, they both get arrested. They're both criminals. They get lawyers. They're both and criminals. They both go on trial. Uh, but if the person who jaywalked doesn't get the death penalty, that doesn't mean there's a double standard. It just doesn't work that way. Well, I, I'll take it even further. So immediately, uh, what, what happened? I'll just ask you the question. What happened to the attorney general under Donald John Trump who appointed the special counsel? What happened to that person? Uh, that would be Jeff Sessions. So that's uh, that would be he got fired. He got fired. So got fired obviously, Robert Mueller. Yeah, obviously, right. Merrick Garland has been fired as we speak right by now by Joe Biden. Joe Biden immediately fired Merrick Garland before appointing a special count. Again, it's the same thing. It's the absolute equivalent. They're both the same person. Right. Get out of my face with this shit. Right. So the, they're going to they're going to keep flogging it. Uh, CNN and MSNBC, they're, they're all going to keep making it the, wow break the, the words breaking news will appear all over the place all oh, day today prop by the way breaking news will be on there until tomorrow afternoon <laughs> maybe all weekend brad maybe all, week, all weekend that they'll do that and so that's just the kind of world that we live in so you get to play the uh, the maggie haberman game the maggie haberman game is you uh talk about how these are not the same in terms of the facts, of course they're not. And Donald Trump didn't cooperate. But then, but this is a real political problem for Joe Biden. You have to acknowledge that. And once you do that, then you can go really in any direction that you want to, including up to the point where, don't you think Joe Biden should recuse himself from the presidency for two years while this has worked out, right? Uh, maybe he should just resign right now to spend more time with his family, his wife, just had some uh, some surgery for melanoma. He maybe he should stay because of this unprecedented breach of national 
security. That's the world in which we live. Uh, uh, and I'm not, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to go for it. Has I, Joe Biden, has Joe Biden sent out about a thousand tweets bitching about Merrick Garland appointing a general counsel? Has he done no, that? No, no. <laughs> has Joe Biden been fundraising off of this? That's the, how much money has Trump? <laughs> because remember every step of the way within five minutes, when a new revelation came out about what was discovered at Mar-a-Lago, uh, the appointment of the special counsel, Mr. Smith, and everything in between, uh, Trump sends out a fundraising email or, or newsletter, however he, he gets out there, and then three days, well, Donald, $10 million came into Donald Trump in the last three Okay. And then the disclaimer at the bottom of the fundraiser is, uh, this will go to allay uh, Donald Trump's fast food bills, and 1% of it will go to his legal defense. Okay, where do I sign up? You want my visa card number? It ends in a four. <laughs> and, and by the way, uh, and not to defend uh, poor Joe Biden, who had some national security documents in places that they, 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 they shouldn't be. They're not defending that substantial, but there's there's so many other things associated with it. I don't have to go into them right now. You know, Britt, you've been to my house, and yeah. you know my house is uh, how shall we say it, kind of a mess. <laughs> and uh, in our garage, I had these cardboard boxes that were put there when we moved into the house in 1999. Okay, 1999. And uh, just a few months ago, I was deciding to clean up that one little area. When I clean up, the, you know, I do one little, and I open up one of these boxes and I found some incredible documents, some incredible documents that I just didn't realize that I'd ever uh, put away. Here you go. Are you ready? I'm, I'm going to hold this one up for folks that are watching us. This is oh, a, this is a playbill that's from a nice. Broadway show. You saw that? The two great comedians, radio comedians, then television, Bob and Ray. Yeah. Yep. Their their show was called Bob and Ray, the two and only. You and saw that? You, you saw that show? Yes, I did. God uh, dang. I bet that was something. The date on this is December of 1970. December 1970. And, and, I, and I found it. I I didn't know that I that I'd kept it. I mean, it, has, it it even has an ad. There you go, Kent cigarettes. And oh, good! Shit in there. It's great. It's it's wonderful. Oh, you know what? I'll bring this to the uh, to the Super Bowl wingding that we're going to have. Okay, you can take a look at it. It's really great. Bob and Ray, one of my one of one of the best comedy teams of all time. Yeah, yeah, Britt. There's a difference between them and us. They were funny. Yeah, correct. Yeah. They were funny. Okay, um, and how about a high school handbook? From 1968 and 69, oh. this is from Beachwood High School. Beachwood in, in High, Virginia. and a little, a little uh, brochure from ABC News. Read what it says. The fastest growing news organization in America. Uh, this is so old. This is so old. Remember last week, the week before, you kept seeing all those clips of Harry Reasoner and Barbara Walters. Yes. Well, this is pre that because this is when. Harry Reasoner was with Howard K. Smith before they kicked him over to the commentary table. Jeepers. And uh, Barbara Walters was the uh, was the other anchor. So 
you know, anybody, anybody can have old documents in their garage and not realize that they were there. Not an excuse, just a reason for me to be able to show these for folks that are uh, watching us on the uh, on the old uh, computer or however you're you're taking a look at it there. But uh, we'll see. I don't I don't think this is going to be a thing. They're going to try to make it into a thing. Everything's a thing. You know, it's a thing, Britt. And by the way, uh, you've lived in a lot of places. I've lived in a lot of places, and we've moved around enough. Each of a us. Bit, yeah, have sure. you ever have you ever been some in in a home with a or an apartment with a gas stove? Of course, at some point, yeah, several. Well, yeah. see, all of the. I think I was only in one house, and my parents. We moved a lot. We moved a, a bunch of times. I think only one time was there was their gas it just it just worked out that way and i think the only you know I, I when i lived in really really shitty places when i was first moving around uh in my uh, uh less than storied radio career little mm. little crappy apartments I, i'm pretty sure there was there was a uh, gas to cook with and i know ne- i did never i never preferred it i always did like electricity and i don't know why it had nothing to do with with the uh, current controversy that's uh, sweeping America right now. Well, I think the, the bigger picture here is this is how the Republicans believe that they're going to cozy up to female voters. They, they think this is their magic bullet as to how they're going to court some female voters is by protecting the sanctity of these gas powered uh, stovetops. Well, I don't think it's just females, Britt. This I is not a male female. Thing, I think Brit. that's what their plan is. I no. believe that's what their plan is. No. Britt, Britt. Who does Tucker Carlson bring on last night to talk about this? Some guy, some macho, tough guy who owns a bunch of restaurants, and he's bitching and whining. This is the end of the world. It's going to raise our costs, and it takes longer, and blah, blah. And, and how di- this government's been out of control for the last two years. Oh, really? Which part of our national heritage are we going to lose by getting rid of these things? Well, I'm, first just, of all, I'm sorry. Here's the point. We're not getting rid of anything. Yeah, if we do, if they decide, oh yeah, but this is. You war- can't even say that. Don't even say that because <laughs> then if you do, you they have won. <laughs> they win if you do that, Britt. Don't do that. The only thing that I like, uh, the only thing that I would defend is I like uh, the Chinese places that have the thing with we put the wok right on there. That flame's coming right out of there, and that fit, the wok just fits right on top oh, of it. Oh, I think that's you're amazing. You're gonna exempt Coco Chow and and her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always thought if I was if I was like a rich guy and I could design my own cooktop, if I could just have that thing where you have the hole and you just put the the wok right on there and have that flame just shooting right out, that would be the shit right there. I'd, I'd love to have one of those. Yeah. Um. So this, this is a this is a, a, a I'm trying to this is huge government overstepping its bounds and is that what this is is that what that what the story well, is being framed well, as uh, of, well of course it's being lied about that way yeah yeah the government isn't overstepping its bounds the government isn't banning gas stoves President Biden even said I'm not coming to yank out 40 million gas stoves right I'm too busy getting your guns now that's what the, he said the Democratic liberal way to address this if you believe some of the science that is out there that says that uh, over time this could contribute to uh, asthma and things of that sort if it's not vented correctly in your house if you if you believe that then you might 
like the fact that right now you can get a rebate of as much as $840 on new electric stoves. And that was in the Inflation Reduction Act Hmm. last year. Now, if they want to characterize that as forcing people to use electricity, no, that's not what it is. And by the way, you know, a new stove is, boy, there's something you don't buy every day, right? You're no, not rarely find those every day. Right, rarely. Um, so I could use one. The the idea of banning that's a whole different kind of thing. It's not happening. It's mm. not being talked about. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just isn't. It just it just isn't. Um, but they're going to run with this. They're going they're going to run as far as they. This is a fake culture war bullshit <clears throat> story. You got Ronnie Jackson, the uh, the drunk congressman from texas who used to be donald trump's drunk was he ever he was a surgeon general for a minute what no no he's just a white house doctor no he was no yeah and he didn't start drinking until trump became president he didn't drink while obama was president right well he had i mean he said trump was like the fittest president we've ever had i mean that was like his well that is true that's true you if if you don't think that donald trump couldn't kick obama's ass one-on-one in in hoops you're you're crazy yeah that'd be okay. tough big tough guy in the middle ronnie jackson um going with the you'll have to pry the electric stove for my cold dead hands uh and this reminds me of remember michelle bachman remember that congresswoman she was nuts she oh, was yeah. kind she was kind of uh uh like a uh marjorie uh Marjorie Taylor, Marjorie Green. Taylor Green before Marjorie Taylor Green existed, right? Yeah, she was kind of an offshoot of the the Sarah Palin wave of idiots. Right, right. She she went nuts on the uh, light bulb thing. Oh yeah, remember? Remember? Oh, yeah. We got to save incandescent light bulbs. That's what our a, way of life. What Tom a fucking rolling in his grave. That was a fucking drama and a half. That was another one. Oh my god, they went yeah. crazy over that for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Right. Right. I'm I'm surprised they don't have like a, they should call it the SOS bill, the Save Our Stovetops bill. Kevin McCarthy and his band of merry idiots should propose that right now. Brit, Brit, I think you may be even behind the way they may be thinking about this right now, <laughs> because in the first few days of Republican control of the Congress, they are passing bullshit bills that address problems that really don't exist right this exactly. this abortion thing yeah that they that they passed the other day and, and what's this all this is to this is to order uh all babies who are aborted who are still living and uh have raised their hand and asked if they can have chocolate milk that they must be saved after so that they're passing shit to address issues that that hardly if ever come up so you are correct there is no reason why they will not come up with legislation to mandate that the federal government can never can never legislate what kind of energy is used to cook food for normal americans what do you think that's normal americans that's freedom right. to cook act there you go <laughs> freedom, to cook. <laughs> freedom to cook yeah <laughs> you, you got to give it a label like that uh, um, in in this case it doesn't have to be orwellian it can be just as stupid and 
But and remember, this Republican Party is laser focused on the economy. That's why they're trying to fuck over women with this abortion stuff right out of the gate. Well, see, here, here's the problem. And, and I, I, I was watching C-SPAN for about 30 seconds this morning. I mean, okay. really, truly 30 seconds. And, you know, after nine in the morning, they show all those little speeches that they get to give. You know, they all get to get up there and, and do their little thing. That's not some dopey Republican congressman uh, up there talking about the destroyed American economy under Joe Biden. Blah, blah, blah. And this is a half hour, maybe 40 minutes after at 830 when they released pretty good inflation numbers. Yeah. yeah. Last week. It's moderating. It was, it was shown that the employment is holding up. We're in a whole new world, and actually, in a bizarre way, it's kind of a good world uh, in a macroeconomic sense because people aren't being fired en masse, no. and uh, we're not going to count Silicon Valley because those were jobs that, in effect, should have never existed. Google shouldn't have hired 20,000 people last correct. year. Correct. That's Facebook, correct. Okay, so when those people get canned, that's yeah. not – you know, you'll notice it doesn't affect the unemployment. First of all, it's not that many people. It's a, it's a zero sum gain. That's right. I think you're right about that. Right, right. So, um, unfortunately, the downside of this is that it's probably going to allow them to keep raising interest rates a little bit more, but not a lot. But not a lot. They can they can step it down. Yeah. Inflation is coming down. Last month, I think the the total inflation was was. Uh, 0.1%, okay? Year over year, I think it's 6.5%, which is way down from the 9 Or And so here's the people on the floor of the House, Republicans, talking about the end of the world economy, and it's just not that way. Well, what about the price of eggs, Brad? What? Okay, the price of eggs has nothing to do with fucking inflation. It's all the fucking chickens have a disease, and they're dying, so they can't make eggs. That's why eggs cost a lot. It has nothing to do with inflation. Well, they're 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 cheer they they really want to see a recession, and there's just no data that shows that we're even close to a recession. No data. They revised those third quarter GDPs, and those were really good. So there's nothing that that there's no there there. Do you know? I was I actually looked this up. Do you know at the height of the 2008 2009 global economic recession? Do you know what the the highest unemployment rate we had in this country was? Uh, all right, let me get and I'm. We did not rehearse this, right? We did not rehearse this. I believe we got up to 10 or 11%. 10% is correct. Okay. 10% is, is, and I think it was around October of 2009 is when we, we recorded 10%. And, and, and by the way, Brett, who was president when it was that high, Brett? <laughs> Barack Hussein Obama. Right, right, right. Right. So we, we're we're nowhere we're nowhere anywhere near that, and there's a lot of economic, you know, the thought. If you want to look at the Phillips curve, I don't know if you've heard of the Phillips curve. It says that unemployment necessarily will go up in order to curb inflation, and that that's just one of those things that has to happen. And now there's been a lot of debate over whether that's a thing or not. Some people are saying, nope, that's that's old thinking. That doesn't need to happen, et cetera, et cetera. And we're we're in a situation. I just know that we're not in a recession, and we're not headed toward a recession. And there's really no data indicating that we're there. We we may eventually have a recession in 2023. We may. I'm not going to cheerlead for it like those chuckle fucks on Capitol Hill that you were you were looking at on C-SPAN. But yeah, I mean, it, it may happen. But I'm sorry, there's just no. I'm not going to say there's rain when it ain't raining. And by the way, if the uh, price of knocking inflation back down into uh, 2% or so 
is a mild recession, uh, we're going to want to pay that price. It would be worth it. And people will get other jobs. It's painful for those people who, and I understand that. I get it. But that probably is not going to have to happen. I don't think that's, but and it might. I don't know. I'm, you don't know. I don't know. We're not. We're not. I'm, I'm very sorry for the Republicans. They're not seeing the economic disaster that right. they think is happening. I'm very so sorry correct. for them. I mean, I would love to see a lot more people so, fired. Rick, you know what? What about the stoves that they want? <laughs> that's and, that's and, right. And what about the M&M's. security nightmare that Joe Biden is <laughs> with documents? But what about that? It's OK what, for him and his fucking- Biden. What about Hunter Biden? It's, and what about the uh, overreach of the federal government into every aspect of our life? Let's have some hearings on that. Britt, I think we are set up here for the most over-the-top overreach yeah. since the McCarthy hearings. The F- McCarthy hearings won back in 1953 and 54, and these are McCarthy hearings number two in well, I wasn't even born when that's how long ago that that's forever ago, Britt, right? <laughs> it is. It was a long time ago. <laughs> um, History doesn't repeat itself, but it does rhyme. Uh, shut up. Come up with something new. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Michael Beschloss Jr. Jesus. Yeah. The, the, we're, we're so worried about this stuff and there's no recession. So, oh, yeah. You guys want to see Hunter Biden's dick? Why wasn't Hunter Biden's dick published on the Internet? We have to have hearings immediately. And by the way, we're at the bottom of these female M&Ms, too. We haven't forgotten about that. We're on to that. The Eminem Mars Company, you bunch of assholes. <laughs> All right. All right. How about the greatest clip in the history of podcasting? I'm ready for it now. Now that we're warmed up, I'm ready for the greatest clip in the history of podcasts. Okay. Um, here you go. Sitting in for Steve Bannon on the Steve, by the way, why is Steve Bannon out and walking around? You got it again. You know, how, why is Bob Saget dead and Steve Bannon alive? Why is Betty White dead and Steve Bannon alive? I mean, there's, there's you can go through a million of them. All right. Sitting in, sitting in for uh, Steve Bannon, who's taking a well deserved vacation. <laughs> He'll be back next week. Thank we have a, a, a lot of celebrity uh, uh, sit in people uh, doing yeah. the program. And today's guest host is Matt Gates. Matt Gates and Matt Gates, the guest host. His guest is the one and only George Santos. Oh, Clip yeah. is uh, one minute long. One minute long. I'll bet uh, we're going to get to the bottom of this whole thing with these two. Embellishing one's resume isn't a crime. It's frankly how a lot of people. That's Gates. Congress, and we we want everyone to be honest. And again, you've acknowledged that, and, and you're working for it going forward. Uh, one of the principal critiques I've heard is that a lot of. Wait a minute. No, you don't just get to say, oh, well, you're, you're working on that going forward. No, Matt. No, Matt. Oh, my God. Here we go. Uh, was donated to your campaign by you, 700000 I believe. Where did it come from? Well, I'll tell you where it didn't come from. It didn't come from China, Ukraine, or Burisma. How about that? In your oh, face. Oh. Suck on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's not the question. Yeah, that, that, that is an answer. I mean, I also put money into my campaign when I ran. I had to sell some of the property that I had acquired in my life in order to fund something that I really believed. Didn't he have to sell some 14-year-old girls? He did. A couple, of them. 
Two, two of them. Yeah. Two of his favorites. You know, when I was raising money for different charities, I always tried to put my own money in first. And so, you know, when you uh, donated that money to your campaign, is there anything else you can say about uh, the work you did that was the origin of, of those resources? Look, I've, I've worked my entire life. I've lived an honest life. I've never been uh, <laughs> accused of, of anything bad doing so you know it's it's my it's the equity of my hard working self that I, i've invested inside of me like i said it didn't come from burisma it didn't come from ukraine russia oh. china uh, unlike some folks that we all know that get my all right that's well he's got the talking point i will never forgive mike rogers for not punching the shit out of matt gates six days ago i will never forgive him for that what about what about a little love for brad for being able to actually run the clip one he nailed it we didn't have to wait at all god damn you're getting good at this didn't have to didn't have to wait for for that one to come along so i i have some ideas first of all let's see your birth certificate yeah uh second of all let's see your tax returns uh let's see your uh w-2s or your 1099s or however you honestly made this money so you could lend it to you. Uh, no, it didn't come from Burisma, and it didn't come from the Chinese. By the way, there are no other nefarious sources of money that could ever be tapped. But Burisma, it, it, Burisma is like one of those Republican Tourette's responses, yeah. like Benghazi. They just kind of, whoop! you just do it, you just say it, and it means everything. My wife, Jane, she she's absolutely convinced this guy is a Manchurian uh, candidate sent in by some foreign government to just fuck things up. If it is, if that's true, and, and your wife's a very intelligent person, it's the stupidest government possible. I mean, it's got to be one of the dumbest. Fu- they, they got the biggest piece of shit dumbass that they could possibly put up there. And I don't know who it was. Think of the stupidest country that you can think of. It would have to be, he's got to be something that they brought, you know, a Trojan horse of that level. Right. God, what did you advertise for him? Craigslist? Where did you get that guy? Right. Now, politically speaking, and and by the way, you know, he said five ways from Sunday, I'm not going to resign. If 142 people in the the house said to resign, I still wouldn't, you know. And by the way, you know what that means? He's about to resign. Let me translate that for you. Let me translate that for you, because <laughs> by the time the weekend is over, I wouldn't be surprised if next Monday when we're back here, he's he's already gone because um, guess what? He he will not decide whether he's going to resign or not when all is is said and done, because I think we've talked about this before. His his political value um, is has dropped way faster than when you buy a new car and suddenly it's worth 30 or 40% less when you drive it off a lot. His, his political value is now not zero. It's, it's less, less than zero, which is a good title for a movie. Someone should make that less than zero. It's a good one. Um, and the reason for that is that there were several flips of seats in the state of New York yeah. in the election of 2020 that went, from the Democrats to the Republicans. This is one of them. This is a, this, I think this was a Biden plus 10 district. Um, Yet in the uh, house race, two years later, uh, George Santos or whatever his real name is, uh, Jaime Schlippenschlopper is probably his real name or something. Jaime Schlippenschlopper. 
he wins the he wins the uh, seat by lying his way and and using every trope you could possibly do to make it seem like you're the uh, the dream Republican who's not crazy and it's okay to get blah blah blah. And if he's still there, you know, a year and a half from now, when the next campaign is going hot and heavy, every congressional candidate in the state of New York and probably in New Jersey and Connecticut, the whole tri-state area, if there are some Republicans in the Congress in those states, and I think there are, there are a couple, uh, they're all going to be asked to defend George Soros. In fact, I think I'm being stupid about this. I think every candidate in the country is going to have to answer for George Soros, at which point they, George Soros, George uh, Santos. Santos, see? Oh, oh, why did I, why did I say that? Thank you, Freud. What happened? Thank you, sir. And of course, they're all going to say, well, that's for the people of his district to, to uh, decide. They're all going to say that, which, of course, is not an adequate uh, answer. It just isn't. So his value is now gone. And I would submit to you that even with just a four-vote mar- margin for Kevin McCarthy, that he's going to make the calculation probably. He might be making it right now. You know what? I'm probably better off working with a three-vote margin um, if it means – because the difference between four and three you – know, in the end, it's not going to fucking matter. If, if he's going to get torpedoed by some of these people, it, it is not going to matter whether it's four or – but I, I would still like for the Freedom Caucus to stick up for this guy, for this asshole, and to somehow go, well, I don't know, Kevin, we'd hate to trigger that uh, vote of no confidence on you. You might want to keep George Santos around. Yeah. I would love to see that loaded gun at his head. That would be the most fantastic thing in the history of ever. Yeah. I don't think that's, but it's, uh, let's, uh, I, I like the fact that, uh, on his fake resume, you see, see the printout of the of the whole resume and put it up there. He wants you to know he had a three point eight nine grade point average in college. It was and he didn't even attend the college, right? He didn't even go right. to the college, right? And so I guess my question: What you couldn't get a four? You, you couldn't get a four. I'll, t- I'll tell you all right now. I had a solid two point seven GPA coming out of college, solid, and that included one stint on the dean's list. Yeah, I, I barely broke two. <laughs> i'll tell you right now i'll tell I'm you 2.2 or 2.3 i still got the degree it's on the wall in there they can't take it away from me was, i was, was happy to get it and you know what i don't think anybody asked me my grade point average how about you Britt? i've never been asked my grade. i may have i don't i don't think so right right uh but i'll bet you from now on yeah uh when people run i mean this has got to be tightened up because you know what this does? If he gets away with this, as always, well, doesn't this give license yeah, it does. to uh, somebody else? You know, this would be the equipment. If they let him run, run as, as you know, n- not get nailed here for the next two years, that is the equivalent of when they find occasionally, and you hear these stories, a guy was at the local hospital for 12 years yeah. performing surgery, yeah. and he's not a doctor, and he got away with it. And by the way, he was pretty good at it. Is, but you know what happens? They, they don't keep him on for another two years. <laughs> you're gone. Right. You, get, you get prosecuted. Should we get rid of him? He's doing pretty good, right? I mean, yeah. Well, and, and, and of course, George Santa, he doesn't even have the, well, he's been doing a good job, but maybe we should hang on. No, no. Uh, 
and, and, and I'm just, I'm just trying to think if, if someone had been in the Congress for four, five, six, eight terms, and this was found out about them, okay, would the defense be the same? Would the defense be, well, they've been in, you know, for, for five terms, um, let's let the voters decide. I don't think so. And I guess it depends on which party it is. If it was a Democrat, they'd be gone in two seconds. Okay. Oh God, yeah. Oh, I, that... I, I call this the the uh, the Al Franken rule. Oh which, yeah. You know, uh, Al Franken is shown with his hands uh, six inches away from uh, a woman he was traveling with on an overseas show for veterans, uh, and she was asleep, and he had his hands uh, near her boobs, and he was goofing for the camera. The picture, co- and and it's it's the end of his career. It's That's the it. end of his center career. He just He's, has to go because this was at the height of Me Too. And the, the woman, she, she, why God, what was her name? Leanne Tweeden, right? Why do yeah. I remember her name? I why do I remember that name? I didn't know. I don't know. Still on radio, I think, in L.A. So she still has a she, career in the business. I remember she was she was the hot weather girl they'd put on on the Fox pregame show in the NFL. They'd tell you where what's going to happen weather-wise all over at the for NFL games. Minute, right? Yeah, for about a minute. All right, so Frank and, well, and, go, and then Donald Trump yeah. gets elected president. Okay. Of course, of course. <laughs> okay. Uh, so George Santos, this, this could happen. George Santos gets to stay. They will stand behind him no matter what. And I guess based on the Trump example, why should George Santos be run out of Congress? If you were going to support Trump all these years, if you're going to look the other way, if you're going to allow the 32,000 or so lies to go washing over you over these years, in addition to the explicit, egregious flouting of the law and customs and norms and the incompetence and the ignorance of Donald Trump as president. Yeah, I guess George Santos, not such a big deal, right? He's yeah. just one of 435. Big deal. Oh, you know, I'll be up for election. So so I, I, I can see the the thinking. And what does it ultimately get down to, Britt? Britt, we have tens of millions of citizens who will not hold the Republican Party accountable for this or anything else that they do because – they think this is owning the libs, keeping George Santos in there. Is that owning the libs? I haven't, I haven't thought about that process yet, but maybe it will be characterized as that, that the liberals are overplaying their hand on this. But it's not. It's the entire Nassau County Republican Party. Yeah. It's the state of New York Republican Party. But that doesn't matter, does it, Britt? It doesn't no. matter. doesn't no. matter. Nothing matters. If you if you if you're in the, but if you're in the governorship of California, you fart wrong. You get recalled seven times. I don't I don't I didn't get that. I don't understand. Yeah. Why can't this fucker be recalled? Yeah. Uh, right. do, do the Nikki Haley story. Oh boy. This is the governor that finally got the uh, Confederate flag removed from the state capitol grounds. There, of course, it was after somebody executed a bunch of people in a black church, but she got it done. Right. So uh, Michael Schmidt, reporter. For the New York Times, by the way, married these days to uh, Nicole Wallace. Well, how about that? that? Did you know that? I was not aware. It is it is true. It's one of those little things. So Schmidt's book is coming out in paperback, and they've got some new tidbits they're putting in there. Uh, it's called Donald Trump v. the United States, 
yeah. inside the struggle to stop a president. And uh, if you recall, when Trump was forming his cabinet, remember when he took Giuliani and Mitt Romney out to dinner and there were oh, these, these smiling pictures of the two yes. of them. And the next thing you know, each of them is out on the sidewalk, bloodied and beaten up. <laughs> With no chance of ever being in Trump's cabinet. He no. took them out to dinner just to degrade them. It was. That's exactly what a humiliation. That's exactly right. what that was. The cruelty is always the, the point. All right. So he loved uh, General Mattis because of his nickname, right? Mad Dog. Mad Mattis, Dog. Right. And he liked Rex Tillerson because Rex Tillerson was a big Texas Exxon oil executive with a southern accent and he talked tough, right? That's right. He didn't like David Petraeus, General Petraeus, because he thought Petraeus, you ready, worked out too much. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. That makes sense. Because Petraeus uh, weighs the same now as he did in high school. Well, well so do I, times two. <laughs> I like that. And so now you get to uh, Nikki Haley, because right after Trump had been elected, he was already sick of Mike Pence, okay? He was already sick of Mike Pence. Who can we replace Mike Pence with? So Schmidt, now speaking here, says, well, what do you, after he, he's asked by some of the people in, around him in the office, what do you think about Nikki Haley? What do you think about Nikki Haley? And this is uh, his uh, chief of staff at the time, John Kelly, asking about this, because Kelly is the one that spills the beans on this. What do you think about Nikki Haley? And Trump says, quote, she doesn't look good for me. And he complains about her blotchy complexion. Yeah. And he says that, you know, because of her aesthetics, he didn't like her as a potential, you know, senior administration official or as a potential vice presidential replacement for Mike Pence, who Trump, of course, has been complaining about at that point, even probably right after he picked him. He probably had buyer's remorse, but he was he was stuck. So. He did make her the ambassador to the United Nations. That was a good spot for her as far as Trump's concerned because he never had to see her, right? She was always in New York at the U.S. Right. <laughs> not, not much time in, in Washington there. But, um, and, and can I just translate? Donald Trump is a fucking racist. He's a pig. And by the way, yeah. he's not a very good judge of women either, okay? Because no. No. That, that is the first time ever. In, in public or private life that I've heard somebody in talking about Nikki Haley saying that she's just an ugly girl. What a she's dog. not ugly. She's not even close to, she's not, not, not even close, close. No. In fact, there are a lot of folks who say that really, really helped her become the governor of South Carolina. And why wouldn't it? It helps to be better looking than ugly. It just does. For instance, Joe Biden, much more handsome than Don. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, also from Michael Schmidt's book, uh, one of the new revelations coming out when it's in paperback. He proposed bombing uh, North Korea with a nuke and then blaming it on someone else. Yeah, I, I kind of remember hearing something about that. You, you know, Britt, there are a million of these little things yeah. that, that went whizzing by at 100 miles an hour. And we probably talked about this on one of the podcasts. He had to be he had to be talked out of it. They said, no, 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 no. They'll they'll figure out it was us. Yeah, really. They'll, they'll figure out it was us. And then <laughs> that's not going to be good for us. Yeah. 
but that, that's probably one of a thousand stupid things yeah. that he said or probably. that he considered. And so the the thesis here that's uh, a large part of Schmidt's book is, and we heard it a million times, people who would not speak against Trump or wouldn't leave the administration like Deborah Burks uh, during COVID and uh folks like that because they they thought that if they left if they just walked out and said i can't take this anymore he would replace them with someone shittier and you know we we said but but you got to have some pride you got to have some mm-hmm. sense of no i'm just not going to be a part of this and you know this is what a lot of these folks were thinking who if they were qualified for the job when trump uh appointed them um and some of them actually were the the Many of them would just stay uh, longer than they otherwise might because they thought they, and in the case of, say, Deborah Burr, well, what happened? That fucking Scott Atlas idiot started getting more, more playtime, um, but she never left. No. she. But had she left, okay, then Atlas would have been the official person in that position alongside Fauci. Um, so... I guess the bottom line, it's worse than we thought. Yeah, it is. It's way worse than we thought, but it could have been even worse, which yeah. should be the name of the book, right? It, <laughs> it was could worse have been than even we worse. Thought, but it could have been even worse. 